There was something about Mary Carmen. I loved her passion, her feistiness, her fire, her determination. So I usually never have age groupers train with my pro squad. Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. Cam here from Team Sirius. On today's Club Live chat, we had Mary Carmen Farias and her race report from Monterey 70.3. Uh, quick apology on some of the sound quality, uh, but we hope you enjoy it. Hey everybody, Becky here from Team Sirius Tri Club, or Rebecca Kate for those of you who don't know me, of course you know me, I'm the founder of the club, so um, we're here live, this is our backyard, this is our little Gracie. Check out my outfits. Can Thank I talk you. about one of my athletes this weekend? Yes, do you want to come sit here um, real quick? Yes, I have to get his check. Okay. Um, guys, Mary Carmen Farias this weekend. Booyah! Okay, first of all, Mary Carmen... I started working with Mary Carmen about, uh, I think it's two years now. I think it's more than that, actually. But when Mary Carmen first came, she was truly a beginner. Truly. And she lives here in Colorado. And I decided, even though I and she's really from don't Mexico. do this. She's from Mexico. There was something about Mary Carmen. I loved her passion, her feistiness, her fire, her determination. So... I usually never have age groupers train with my pro squad, but something about Mary Carmen, same thing, Beck, you were kind of like, what are oh, you doing? Oh, about me? No, no. When I joined? No, no. no. <laughs> How you're like, what are you doing? You never do this. Yeah. And I couldn't really explain it, but I just knew. And um, then I saw her swim and I thought, what really are you doing? And um, that, that is all credit to her now because she's amazing. She has It was worked. like survival stroke. Yeah. It was like how Siri mum swims with her head out of the water pretty much. But MC, you've come a long way. So. And Mary Carmen, I tell you what, like my pros. Because she wanted the experience. She wanted to be pushed. She wanted me to not go easy on her. She was afraid every day but she did it every day anyway she was courageous she has more courage than almost anyone i've ever met mary carmen this weekend at monterey 70.3 not only won her, her age up. group 30 to 34 but age group bike course record by four <laughs> minutes and her time 216 and her oh my god this is perfect mc mc yeah <laughs> Oh my god, this girl. So I had to bring her on you guys because this is the perfect example of what epitomizes Team Serious Tri Club. Everyone used to think that it was just for pros for the Marinda car phrase and this girl, how long's it been MC? It's over 2 years, right? No. No, I start I'm like no. So I started um August. Yeah. So this August will be it's 2, two years. years. Okay. This August will be two years, yeah. So it, it hasn't been two years yet. Oh, my God. Now, I want to get into this because I, you must just be so pumped. But I have to tell people a little story of the background because little MC rocked up to the pool. She was wearing a swim costume that looked like it was about four sizes too big. And I'm like, okay, maybe she's wearing it for drag. And she <laughs> got in the pool and it was survival stroke. And I was like, what is Siri thinking? And I'm like, this chick's just going to get in our way. Um, and I was laughing. And then when I actually got to meet her at the very first 
like sentence that came out of her mouth, I immediately knew that I was going to love this girl. And it was something about her. I don't even know what it was, but she was so happy and smiling and excited and just passionate and driven and just giving back and just, just so supportive of everybody in the team. She wasn't like starstruck, although she was probably hiding it really well. Um, I think Rennie was actually there that day, but it was like survival stroke. And now MC, you've just gone and not only got first in your freaking age group with 430 fucking two, excuse me, but you were fifth in the professionals. Fifth overall. Like, is this surreal? Like, has it hit home yet? No, not at all. Like, not at all. It's, it's, it's just like, like I told Siri, like, I don't have words. Like, it's something I've been dreaming of. I've been visualizing it. I've been writing it down. Like, I knew it was going to happen eventually, but I didn't know it was going to happen so soon. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, I honestly have no words. And I think I'm still trying to process everything. Uh, but at the same time, I've been working so hard that I'm like, I knew, like, I knew it. But it's just, I, I am just beyond grateful. <laughs> so tell everyone, MC, let's, firstly, I want to, I actually want to go over your race as well. But with, is there three things that you can think of right now in sort of the last 12 months that really sticks with you? And I, I feel like I know what one of them is that you've learned from Siri and the group and three things that you really think just launched you and propelled you? Because obviously what you've done is what takes people sometimes five or six years to achieve. And I mean, you could go and get your pro card tomorrow, which is so freaking exciting. I mean, why not? (laughs) But I know you probably won't choose to. I mean, it's people's dream. They dream to do this. So just tell us a little bit like what you think it was. Is Is there anything that comes to mind that you think was just that little difference or something clicked or anything? Oh my God, there's so many things, but I'll try to... Your three uh, favorite. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say like the things that stick the most. And it was actually what I was thinking about the race. And I mentioned it before. But the first thing is don't be afraid to ask for what you want. And that's like something that I didn't used to do before. uh, Because I always talk about being courageous and, you know, like putting it out there, but sometimes I don't do it. And I also see a lot of people doing this. And again, I mean, I tend to do it uh, a lot too. Uh, But you go into a race and um, you're like, well, I don't know how it's going to be. Like you, you don't have certain um, expectations, I'm going to say, because you're afraid to fail. You're like, I'm not going to say what I think, because then what if it doesn't happen? Instead of saying, you know, I'm just going to say exactly what I want and I'm going to have the courage to go for it. It doesn't matter if I fail. And this might sound like Siri, but she says that all the time and it had never clicked before because I would rather not oversell myself because I might fail rather than having the confidence to say it because like, uh, I mean, Siri made me like look into her eyes. Yeah, and tell she's them like, what she made you do. Yeah, like the version of it too. This is this is the game changer, I think. Tell her. Yeah, because this this was like crazy because I uh, I saw a picture and I saw that uh, they said like these are the records like for the bike, for the swim, and the run. And in my mind, there was like this thought, like a slight thought of no I want to break, I want to break the bike record. But I didn't, I I, I didn't say anything. But then I told Siri, like I was biking um, on the turbo and I was like, hey, Siri, you know what? 
what I want to do this weekend. I want to break the world record. And she like came back to me and she's like, look at me, look into my eyes. You have to say that, but you have to meet it. And I'm like all nervous. Like I am confident <laughs> that I can do this. Uh, and she made me say it like three times and it was like super awkward. And I'm like, well, I think I believe it. Like, I don't know. Um, but again, like I was scared to say it because like, what if it doesn't happen? Wait, um, you, so you actually broke not just the course record, the age group bike world record? No, 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 no. For this race in Monterey, the, for that specific race. We should look so, it up because I don't know many women age groupers that have ever gone to 16 or quicker. I might have to look that up. It's some stats. That's got to be up there in the top couple. <laughs> I don't know. And I mean, I, I didn't know. even know. But the thing is, like, I, I thought about it and I wasn't scared to say it because other times I lack the confidence to know I can accomplish it. And I still lack the confidence. Like, it was not like I wasn't 100% sure that I was going to be able to do it, but I just wasn't afraid to say it out loud statement like uh, exactly like I wasn't afraid to share it and by sharing it it's like I took something off my shoulders because all the expectations were removed not only from oh what are people going to think if I don't achieve it it's just something that has to do with me like I don't care what other people think I care that I know I might be able to do it and I feel that that's the number one like it all starts with you uh it doesn't matter um, if, even if you don't achieve it, and e even if I hadn't achieved it, because I failed like so many times, uh, but the thing is like, you keep going. So that's my number one. Just don't be afraid of, uh, of failing. And this is again, something that you guys, like this is the philosophy of the team, you know? Like for me, training with the best of the world, like I tell Siri all the time. And you've been doing some biking with Ellie Salthouse, I've heard. Oh, I've heard hell yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> yeah, she's been like, coaching me too like that past week that I trained with her and she's been amazing and she's so patient and just like seeing her and seeing the example that she is is just so inspiring for me so um yeah I mean that's yeah right what's the next two so um the other I would say it's mindset um I screwed up so many times during the race I was running with my bike like where's my number Where's my number? But I never for one second, I beat myself about it, which is something I used to do all the time. I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Like, why did I not memorize where my bike was? Like, no, I was like, right now it's the time to focus on what I can do to be present in the moment. Like I'm fully present. Yeah, I screwed up, but what's next? So how did you screw up? So I, I screwed up like five times, <laughs> but the first, the first one, uh, during the transition, like when I came back with my bike, I didn't find my number. So I ran all the way to the end and then ran all the way back and then had to pull my bike underneath the racks. And oh. I was just a mess. And then it made me so nervous that I started running out the wrong way. And then they're like, no, 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 go back. So I, I had to run back the other way. And I was like, I had every reason to tell myself, you're so stupid. Why didn't you check the course with attention? Like, how, do, how did you know where you were supposed to run? But I didn't think about that. I was like, what can I think about that's going to empower me? What can I think about that's actually going to allow me to keep going? 
So I, I had like no time to think about things that were not serving me. And every moment there was like a thought, I was like, how can I use this so that it can push me forward and I can be like present right now. So that was like very powerful because it was not a physical thing. It was like a mental thing that in the past I would have been like, oh my God, like, why did you do this? And why did you do that? And this time it was different. I was just like, you know, I'm always like, hey, I'm running. Like, I wasn't smiling. Like, people told me, like, all the girls are smiling. And I'm like, I'm like running. Like, and to be really honest, this is the first race in my life that it's hard to say that I enjoyed it because I was in so much pain. Exactly. So much pain. Turn, no matter how freaking fit you are, people kind of got to understand that they're like well I was holding back in the swim and I'm like why and yeah. then I started off in the run pretty easy I'm like why like you're ready thank you yeah it hurts it, it hurt like and I'm always like it's all about enjoying the moment but I was like oh my god like this is something I I I probably have to practice like how to learn to enjoy the pain a little better because I was like running, like seriously making noises, like, ah, and people are looking <laughs> at me. You. And I, I'm like, I don't care. It hurts. It it yeah, but. I used to do that the last 10K of the marathon. Sometimes I didn't even know I was doing it, but I'd be like, uh, uh. Like it, it hurts. Like, it, you know, that was the Yeah. The thing, guys, like when I ever raced and I wasn't in pain, that's when I would get upset because I knew I was having a crappy day. So when you know that that pain is an indicator that you're having an amazing day, you can start enjoying that because we want, we're out there to do our best. So if doing your best feels this way and you can train your brain to make that connection, then you actually hate more not feeling that pain because you know that you're not having as great a day as you can. So I've asked Siri her three give her three big things that she can really think of that really just shifted her and kind of launched her to having this amazing race. I mean, there's so many things, but one thing that stood out was her incantations and her her um, her uh, practicing her um, like going through the pre-race visualizations and what you had gone through with her. Like, I am gonna have a fast bike. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it and do it with conviction. And that's really big, like incantations. I never used to do them, and I probably look like an idiot if I did it. But I really feel like I wish that if I had have gone the start line and just done some sort of a come on, it sounds silly, but it actually it were, helps. And well, I wish I had that. And what the yeah. second thing was mindset. What's your third one? Um, so the third one um, would be just, and I think it goes along with mindset again, but not necessarily when you're racing, but just. Uh, when you're training as well um, like knowing that like I've had a couple bad weeks I've had a couple bad days but I would still show up and I would still try to give my best so knowing that mm -hmm. sometimes even on like the very bad days those are the ones that bring you to your best days so if you have like a bad week or even like a bad couple of weeks keep showing up, like keep giving your best because I think that's a muscle that you develop. Um, exactly. So, so 
So yeah, I mean, like if you are feeling bad, like sometimes there's going to be races that you're feeling bad and not just because of that, you're going to say like, oh, you know, I'm having a bad race. Like, no, you have to learn to race and to train in those moments where you're not feeling good because that does not only apply to training, but it applies to your whole life. Like there's moments that you're not going to have control. There's moments that things are going to go wrong. But if you keep showing up, it's, I mean, that's, that's where results come from. So, I mean, those are my three, and I think they've made a big difference, not only for training, but, I mean, you guys know that for me is, a, I mean, winning feels great, and obviously I want to keep doing it, and it's great, but there's nothing better than uh, just, like, having that confidence that, um, of putting it out there, and not just putting it out there, but not being scared to do it and not being scared of, oh, what are people going to say if I don't achieve that? Like, just do it. And if you don't, just oh, learn from the experience. That's yep. right. Exactly. Okay. Those of us that risk failing, that won't risk failing are actually avoiding success. You want to be successful? Isn't that a quote of the day? Say that again. Because this is, this is just stuck with me. I, I had to write it down five times. Say it again because you said it the other day. Those of us that refuse to risk failing are avoiding success. Because if you're not willing to fail, you no, are not allowing to... yourself to succeed. Beautiful. But MC, so back to the incantations, because I do think this is super powerful. Uh, MC was here training, doing her pre-race brick the other day. And she said, I'm going to have, she was kind of looking at and she's like, yeah, I want, I want to have the fastest bike. And I said, you <laughs> will have the fastest bike. And, she's, and I'm like, say it. And she's like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'm going to have the fastest bike. And I said, look at me when you say that. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have the fastest bike. And I'm like, say it like you freaking mean it. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to have the fastest bike. And I'm like, say it with certainty. Tell me that you're going to freaking do it. It's done. And she's like, I'm going to have the fastest bike. <laughs> and she did. I'm yeah. Screaming but so there's a way of doing it. Like, it's not just like saying it and going through the motions like anything. It's like you, you do it with certainty. You do it knowing that it's going to happen. But it's also not like the secret where you can sit on the couch and sing Kumbaya and think everything no, is going to come to you. Like not. I see Mary Carmen work so freaking hard. And not only has her psychology changed and, and she's obviously trained her pain threshold, her even her whole physical shape. Like, And yeah. I feel like that in a sense, if someone says to me, and this is silly, um, and it's no offense, but someone said to me at the race, oh, you're looking like, I remember my mom saying, you're looking healthy. And I'm like, no, I don't want to look healthy. I want to look skinny or I want to look lean or, and that's just the mindset. And I remember people said to me, God, you look fit. And if I felt that, like I felt like that gave me that confidence. I've seen MC's little physique transform from like your normal everyday person to this freaking shredded athlete. And I've said to her, I tell her, I say, you look ready like you look fit and when you feel that and you see that and I can see her confidence slowly getting like more and more confidence over the last few months and I've seen that whole change and so it's been amazing to just watch so. amazing and and there's something to be said like MC you remind me of um Mary Beth Ellis who I'm sure you all remember she <laughs> started Sorry. her triathlon career. we had a fight in the pool so I'm laughing at that Sorry. she started her career with me her first year ever in triathlon and then ended up coming back like 10 years later but the first year she showed up she had would ride her bike in like you know bike pants and a t-shirt like flapping in the wind <laughs> or a jacket flapping in the wind and MC that was you <laughs> but I still sometimes you do not judge an athlete 
by that because it's a hunger inside. It's a determination That's always inside. Been there. But this year, the first time I worked with you in person, MC, this year, you showed up and I knew that there'd you been a ready. mindset shift. Yeah. Because you showed up and just the way, you know how it's like when we're Isn't sad, so? we wake up, we don't no shower, confidence. we get in our sweatpants, we just, yeah. you know, we dress the way we feel, right? We dress the way we feel. <laughs> when you showed up that first day of training with me, I'm like, She's dressing the way that she feels, and she feels she knows she's at a whole new level. That's so true. And whether it starts with, you know, fake it till you make it, like dress that way until you feel that way. But for you, it, it was, I knew that you knew inside you were at a whole new level just by the way you showed up. Yeah, I agree. There was a confidence yeah. there. And Siri got home from a ride one day with Ellie and... I said, oh, how did Ellie go? And all she said was, MC is freaking on fire. She looks like a pro. She's riding <laughs> like I, a pro. And I'm like, and, I and said, little Ellie's so sweet because Ellie's made the riding together and pushing each other. And she was so excited. Yeah. And, and I so, said, oh. and there was Ellie something. Was no, I know, I know. But to hear that, I'm like, she's ready. <laughs> she's ready. Yeah. We so we're so proud of you, MC. Anyway, and for all of you, dreams do come true. Like, I'm telling you, MC you reminded me of myself when I started. I couldn't swim. I had big dreams. I was willing to do whatever it took to make these dreams come true. People mm -hmm. laughed at me when I would tell them what my dream was mm -hmm. because I was that bad. MC, you have come so far. And you are such an inspiration to everyone. So many people on here now that may think that they're not worthy of taking on this goal, which is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Each and every one of us is worthy of taking on the most magnificent goals we can think up in our minds. Okay, dream big, dream big, because if you commit and you're willing to do whatever it takes, each and every one of us has it within us to achieve our greatest desires, period. So MC, we all want to know what's next. <laughs> what's next? Yeah. Well, I'm going to France. Woo! Well, cheers. Yes, so I, I actually qualified and I'm very, very excited. And actually, I do want to say something about this just because I think it's very important. Um, and this might be something that I have to work on, uh, because I don't want to make it sound like winning is overrated. Uh, but I do want to say that, um, I've learned through this experience that, uh, winning should never, ever, ever allow you to forget about what your true vision and mission is. Um, just because, um, I love getting like, you know, comments and people sending me all of that, but nothing compares to like a like or a message that when someone tells me you inspired me because that makes me realize that my mission is being completed. Like for me, inspiring others that I know feel the way I used to feel some of the times, like that I wasn't worthy, that I was never going to be able to achieve like some of the things I set for myself. I'm like, I'm doing it right. And yeah, of course, winning is like great. But those messages of people telling me that I inspire them, it's just like, it fuels my fire like nothing. I'm like, this is why I do it. And I answer like every message I get like that. I'm like, thank you. Because you are reminding me, oh God, ah, that, <laughs> that this is why I do it. Like, of course I want to be the best because I want to be the best, but it's also because I want to be that person that people look to and they're like, 
that was inspiring. Like, I want to get up tomorrow and go for a run. Like, I'm not expecting anyone to go do a half or even a triathlon. But even if you can get out of bed and you can do something that makes you feel good about yourself, that's like, and I, I mean, people were like, oh my God, I can never think about doing like even a 5K. And I'm like, a 5K is great. Like, whatever you do that gives you confidence and that allows you to get out of bed when sometimes you don't see the light of day, that for me is like everything. So I think always staying. That makes me more proud than anything you could ever achieve. Because guys, the key to a happy life, the key to a fulfilling life is knowing that what you're doing serves so many more people outside of yourself. You're serving something greater than yourself. And we can all achieve, but when we achieve without that in mind, the, the feeling of joy and happiness from achieving is fleeting. It can be gone the next day. Mm -hmm. But when you make it about something so much more than just that finisher's medal or that first place or paycheck or whatever it is, um, that's what real fulfillment comes from. And that lasts for a lifetime and that makes a difference in this world that changes lives, saves lives, and truly is what brings light into this world. So thank you, MC. I have never been prouder of you than when you just said that. I mean it, because that's what matters most to me. So thank you. I celebrate yeah. you. I honor you. That's amazing. That's a gift. Thank you. Do you have any more questions? No, that's beautiful. I think we end on that. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if our beautiful team has any questions for our MC. Um, I've got a question for MC. I'm actually just going to throw it out there. And I've talked with Siri about this because I think people are now going to look up to you, MC. And you just topped it off with saying that, like our motto, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. But I know there's people in here that are nervous and scared and think that, well, I can't even run a kilometer or I can't even do a 5K. But we would love you, MC, to help us mentor some of those people through and even consider being a coach um, next year for our club for those people. So we would love oh, to. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's not even a question. Guys, oh, my God. To have MC on our coaching squad. I mean, there's a different. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course. Like that's, you think oh. I'd be saying this this soon, but we're ready to ask yeah. you. Yeah. Oh. You're hired. You're hired. <laughs> Thank you. Fired. You're hired. <laughs> oh my God. I would love to, you know, that's like, it's, it's definitely something that, um, again, I mean, I, I don't know words. I wasn't expecting this. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> there's no pressure. I just feel like there's going to be some people that are going to come from the same position that you have where they just had a lot of self doubt and, um, and you've, you've somehow done, done this a lot quicker than most have been able to. And I think you've learned from a lot of mistakes and a lot of failure as well, but you've learned and you've achieved something that I know a lot of these guys here dream of doing. So I can't think of anyone better than having you mentor some of our athletes. So perfect. And I agree. And MC, what I've done with you is I wanted to put you through, um, hell, the route that I took. The route that I took is I would get in the pool and swim in five lanes quicker than I belonged in and get my ass kicked and make it, I would embarrass myself, but I pushed myself. I made myself train like the pros were training, even though I couldn't necessarily handle it yet. And I was the slowest always everywhere I went, but that 
the learning curve is so much steeper and the failures hurt more, the disappointments hurt more, the, the training hurts more, but the growth is exponential. And you have handled that with courage, with bravery. You never stepped away. You never asked me to back off. You never asked for less. You stepped in and you had the courage to do that. And that's why you've made, made it to where you are in such a short period of time. But that's also why I believe you have a wealth of knowledge, a knowledge of experience, right. insights, intelligence, and a background um, that can be of great value to anyone who decides to have you as their coach. So those are my reasons. Um, and plus the fact that you, um, I know, believe in my philosophy, which is that my athletes, I care way more about who they are as human beings than what they accomplish in the sport. And that will always be my number one priority period. And I know you um, believe in that. So. Here's to MC. And it must have been <gasps> hard though, because you know what, guys? Like, people think, well, MC's lucky she got to train with the pros. Every fucking day she turned up to training, she got her ass handed to her in the swim, in the bike, in the run. And I would stand there and would never say it, but I would feel sorry for her, which she would never want. But I'm like, it is freaking hard. I was a talented athlete. I was fortunately got into the sport and I was pretty good at it pretty quickly. MC was getting flogged in the swim, drowned in the swim. She was having anxiety attacks. She was having panic attacks. She wanted to stop. And Siri did not treat her any different to her pros. And she was a long way behind. And for two years, she's been. this has been happening. And it's not all easy, guys. Like, yeah, she's lucky to be blessed to train with the pros. But to get your ass in a two every single day, like, psychologically, that is tough. But look, look, what, look the results that it's for. And so. MC, you also know that first year... I did not make it easy for you to join the squad, did I? And you know what no. I'm talking about. It was not easy to get she in on it. She wasn't invited to every session, no, let's just say. No, but not just that, but other things. I'm, so you know what I'm talking about. And there was a reason behind that. How bad do you want it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you proved in every way that you were so committed. And that commitment gets rewarded not only with your progress, but with you showing yourself what this means to you. Um, and so for that, I honor you too, because I did not make it easy. I made it really, really hard for you to make that move and make that decision, but you took that on. And what's so powerful about that is that um, you feel so committed to yourself because you know you've made this massive investment. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I have to go all in. It's like when you're like, when you go to college as college age kids, and somebody's paying for your tuition, whether it's your parents or whatever. And it's, I remember, you know, my stepfather actually paid for my college the first year. And I felt like, my God, I have to get everything out of this. I have to, I can't be late to a class. I need to be early. I need to do all my work. I need to get straight A's because somebody else, or even if it was my own money, I've paid for this. And it's a commitment to yourself and to others, your husband, whatever. And that was huge. Um, but there's a great value to that, a great power in that, um, that truly cements you on that path, which is amazing. So I honor you in every way. It hasn't way been easy for people to think it was. Yeah. I just wanted them to know yeah. that. But MC, yeah, and I, actually, I, um, I talked, um, I shared a couple of days back, uh, weeks back about it. Because I think, um, I mean, for me, sometimes it's definitely hard to share uh, 
the hard things and not because I like to pretend like, oh, I'm perfect. Oh, my life's so easy. It's just, I tend to be pretty optimistic and I always try to look at the bright side. Um, so I'm like, I don't want to fixate on what's the sacrifices or, you know, think when things are not going well, but I think it's very important to, um, to consider that. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. There's always going to be something that, um, I mean, there's things that you're not going to want to do. Like, it's not like I wake up every day and I'm going to be like, oh yes, I'm going to work out. And I'm so excited. Like, no, but, but <laughs> no, but I don't share that. Not because I like just people to see the bright side, but because it doesn't like really serve me, right. um, you know, and I'm like, I'm, I'm here. I made this decision. So now I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just going to do it. Uh, but now, I mean, that we're here, I do want to say that I have bad days too. Sometimes I don't want to work out. Sometimes I feel like I want to give up. Sometimes I wonder if I'm going to finish. Like when Siri says, you only have one mile to go and you're going uphill. And in reality, it's like 10 more miles. <laughs> and I'm like, what is she thinking? Um, I can have like all the reasons to like go back. But uh, I mean, you just keep going and those moments are hard, but I think those moments are what shape you. Um, and I mean, sometimes you don't share all of that, um, but I think it's like, um, it's very important to know that um, it's, not, it's not easy like 100% of the time. Um, and yeah, it's been um, also, like I said, like training with the best, like some people, of course I'm blessed. And of course, I don't like to use the word lucky, because I've worked yeah. hard for this, uh, <laughs> but um, it's difficult. Like it's difficult to be last, especially because I didn't grow up like that. Like I went to school. I always did good in school. Like, it's not like I had it easy, but I would always put myself in situations where I knew I could succeed easy. And this was not one of them. I still remember the first time when I drew, I was driving to Boulder. I was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't even know this lady called Siri. Like, now I just listen to this podcast. Like, she's a badass. I'm so scared. I'm just going to drive back. Like, I was this close to driving back because I was so scared. But I did it anyway. Uh, but every day, like, they, um, like you guys say, and I mean, you guys know this, I would like... Siri's like, you guys are going to do this set in 30 seconds. I would be there, like everyone would be there in 15 seconds. I would be there in 29 seconds. And I had one second rest. And I was like, <laughs> and I had to keep going. So I was like, I had to do the same workouts with the same amount of time. And it was like, she didn't treat me different. And that was hard. Like not just physically, physically it's okay. You forget about it. But mentally, like mentally always being last. Mentally, like sometimes not seeing the progress that I wanted, it's tough. Like literally, like on the bike, I'm like, oh, the bike is my strongest. And I was like always last. So those things, like if you let, like I remember the first time that we rode the bike, I'm like, oh yeah, I got this. Like I'm going to be so great. No, I sucked. And it was like... I'm not going to focus on that. Like, I'm just going to keep going. And instead of saying I'm last, I'm like, I'm with the best and I'm chasing them. And if I keep chasing them, it's going to bring me up. Not like, oh, I'm the last. Oh, I suck. Like, no. And this is like that strength in mindset I've learned. I've trained with you because you don't only train your legs and your heart and your lungs. You have to train your mind. And if you don't train your mind, yeah, maybe I could be up there. 
but I wouldn't feel as fulfilled and as happy as I do right now. And there's nothing like that. So that's also like something huge. Like, yeah, if you see that you're achieving, but you're not feeling fulfilled, just check that, like check what is it that you can do different so that you can also train your mindset. See the way you're talking to yourself because I was a pro, like literally a pro at bringing myself down. And with you guys, I mean, knowing that, you know, like the people that I'm surrounding myself with, like, you know, being with Ellie and Troy and like everyone, it's just like, it helps. Like it helps to see their mindset. Like they're not complaining. They're just doing what they're supposed to do. Like I barely hear anyone complain. I'm like people, I mean, sometimes we all do it, but that was something that caught my attention. I'm like, People really don't complain that often in here, no. Because I'm they I, I've retired, so now, <laughs> now, yeah, no, that, that's the that's culture. the culture we've developed. You for don't sure. complain, and I don't allow people to beat themselves up. We don't work that way. Everything we do is with having in mind that I want you, with your thoughts, with your actions, to be serving this goal rather than keeping you from it. So it's not allowed. So when we complain, it weakens you. And anything that weakens you is not allowed. So you just step into a culture, and that's the power of culture a culture. Culture is everything. It's our, so powerful. Our squad, we're so blessed. It's yeah. everything. And we're very proud of it. And if you someone learn from that, in if itself. there's poison, they go very quickly. They don't last long here. No. It hasn't happened for a long time now. So. Yeah. But wait, we've got to answer this question, MC, really quickly. Uh, Michelle, and I know... Um, you already said, MC, that you didn't know where your bike was racked. And I have a little trick for that because I used to put um, my brightest yellow-green towel on the ground and spread the whole thing out, take out the whole towel. They won't move it. So the whole towel is like basically across the transition, a little bit edged forward than anyone else's so I could see it on the ground. Or I'd tie like a yellow ribbon, it sounds really silly, but to the end rack so I could see it. And then I'd also walk through it the day before and say, there's the Ironman banner. Okay, my bike's there, third rack. And I go, third rack, I'm about a third rack, I'm about a third rack, I'm about a. And then I wouldn't forget it. Sometimes I'd still forget it because you have brain fart when you get out to swim. But I would visualize that and see that. So that helps. But MC, Michelle's asking, um, what were some of the other challenges um, for your race and how long did you train for it? Um, she's trained for it her whole life. I know that answer. People think that you trained for it for a week or two weeks or it's been two years, it's, right? It's two years, but I mean, you probably started training for it before and then this result hasn't happened in four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks. It's been two, a two year commitment. So, so yeah, but I'd love you to answer your, those questions for us. Uh, so the challenges. So, I mean, starting, um, the swim was great. Um, Oh, and by the way, I have to say that I didn't think about those challenges while I was racing, but once I finished the race, I was like, okay, time to sit down. Where did you screw up? What can you do better? Like, don't just be like, oh yeah, it's okay. Like, no, I did beat myself up a little bit afterwards. Like, hey, you have to focus. Like next time, make sure you know the course that it's here. Like, don't just go like, eh, it's okay. So, I mean, also just like, make sure you learn from those mistakes. Uh, but the bike was number one. I knew where my bike was, but again, I was just like not focused in that moment. I was just like running with it. And then during the run, um, I was actually, which I'm so glad they told me because it was not marked well, but again, that's not their fault. I should have known the course. Um, I was going to cut like a couple meters because uh, people were coming down 
And um, I was like, oh, okay, so I need to go this way. So I started running that way and everyone was like, no, 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 like that way. So I had to run back and then do the loop again, uh, running. So, um, yeah, and I was like, again, like um, if, if I had caught that, like there was uh, the timer, I would have been disqualified. And it was like 200 meters, like wow. with 200, just because I didn't memorize the running course. Uh, and sometimes it's not going to be marked well enough. And that's not their fault. Like you have to know the course. So um, again, like I was just like, ah, and I did curse a lot. I was like, ah, you know, ding, 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 like, and then um, um, towards the end, it was so funny because I didn't even know where the finish line was. And I saw, <laughs> I saw mile 13 and then I was like, oh, I'm done. And that point one mile felt like forever. Yeah, and I'm like, where is the finish line? Like screaming like a crazy person. And this guy in front of me, he's like, it's, a, it's over there. And I just kept running. Um, so, I mean, that was, you know, just like knowing where you're going. It's very important. Yeah. And I also lost my water bottle just when I started the race. So I didn't have water on I my bike. Always have more than you think you're going to I had more. Uh, I had like, well, you know, I'm the expert hydrator. I have yeah. like 10 cases. So yeah. I had like two on the back, uh, but those were electrolytes. Uh, but I was like, I can stop and go get the water yeah. or I can just go. And I knew they were going to have water, so I didn't stop. I just kept going. Uh, but also just make sure, especially on that race, there's a lot of bumps. Uh, so tape it. I mean, always have tape around. Uh, well, mine, because you don't take it out. It just has a straw. Um, so, I mean, that's something, an, another challenge I had that I didn't have water. I just had the electrolytes. Um, so that was definitely something that for next time, I'm going to make sure that if it's bumpy, I need to, um, to take that. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I made like four mistakes. They're so common though, MC, and you may you may you may make them again, but um, you try and learn from them. And I would make silly mistakes because your brain, like that's the thing, like you're pushing so hard. Sometimes you just your brain isn't on like it should be. But that's pretty awesome. Like we're just so proud, and yeah, yeah, we can't wait to watch you in world. Oh my god! And then I I haven't told you these guys, but there was like so much drama on the ceremony because the way it happened, like I did so well on the bike that two girls passed me, but I still beat the one that passed me. Like she crossed the finish line before I did, but she started swimming uh, way before I did. Okay. So even though she passed me on the run, cause everyone was asking like, oh, were you guys running together? I was like, no, she passed me. Uh, but I still like beat her with those two seconds cause she started swimming before. So on the award ceremony, they ended up giving me second place on my age group and I didn't even realize. So I'm like ah, taking the pictures and I just see my husband like running and I go down and everyone's so pissed like, wait, no, you didn't get second. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is a like, I didn't even know I was so nervous. Like I've never been to an award ceremony before. So they made a mistake. And uh, my husband was like, no, like she won first place. Like I have the times here. So eventually they had to fix it and uh, they were like, they, they called my name and they had all taken the pictures and everything. So then I went back and they're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, it's okay. We can just exchange. Like, I don't want to go back again. And then it, like, 
all my friends were like, you're crazy. You earned it. Like, why are you acting like that? I was just nervous and, you know, but then we had to switch. We had to switch the trophies again. And I was like, okay, I'll take my first. But yeah, so anyway, that, that's, that, that happened towards the end. So.